CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, a Sweetly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. And in addition to putting out our first episode in several months with the new Bachelor, Joey, on Tuesday, I wanted to drop a special episode today about Peacock's The Traders, which features former Bachelor Peter Weber. I hope to have Peter on to talk about Traders more in depth as the season continues, but I was able to participate in the Traders press junket with the full cast earlier this month and do six minute interviews with different pairings. These interviews do contain spoilers for the first four episodes of Traders, so consider this your warning, but I do think it is really fun if you've been watching the show that features reality stars from a bunch of different shows. And I recommend it. If you haven't watched it, go watch Traders and then come back and listen to these interviews. You're going to hear they were all separated into groups of three. And you're going to hear from Larsa Pippen from Real House of Miami and her boyfriend, Marcus Jordan, who's the son of Michael Jordan, and Johnny Bananas from The Challenge. That was one pairing. Another pairing was CT from The Challenge with Bergie from Love Island US and Phaedra Parks from Real Houses of Atlanta and Married to Medicine. In Peter's room, it was Ekin Sue from Love Island UK and Trishelle from The Real World and The Challenge. The next room is kind of funny, Deontay Wilder, who's a boxer, and Kevin from Bling Empire, and John from UK Parliament, the House of Commons. <laughs> then we had uh, Poverty Shallow and Sandra from Survivor with Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race. Then Sheree from Real Houses of Atlanta, Max from Dancing with the Stars, and Tamara Judge from Real Housewives of Orange County. And then finally, Janelle and Dan from Big Brother and MJ from Shaws of Sunset. So very stacked cast. And in these six-minute interviews, I think I got a lot of information about how the show works, what they were thinking in certain big moments from the first couple episodes, and some teases of what's to come. So without further ado, enjoy this press junket from The Traders and... Again, if you're not watching, you should check it out and be proud that Pilot Pete is doing much better than I think any of us anticipated. Hi, guys. All right. Bananas. First one murdered. Were you surprised? And did you have any guess on who the traitors might be? No and no. Uh, I, listen, I, I part of me was thinking it could have been Marcus and Larsa because I'm no, like, that. I know. Here, here's the only reason why, though, is because when I proposed that idea to you guys in the car, I was like, what if it's one of you and Bro. then you murdered the other ones? And I was thinking, oh, maybe I was on to something and they killed me because I was I was questioning everyone. I, I, was never. Like, Alan prob I was like, Alan probably fucking murdered me for stealing his gold bar. So I didn't know at, at the time. However, I and that's another thing. 
they murdered me right away. And they were asking me in my exit interviews, they were like, do you have any idea who did this? And I'm like, I have not a clue. So I feel like the traders gave me more credit than I deserve. Yes, I'm good at competition shows, but this is a whole different style of show. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think the traders weren't necessarily uh, threatened by me as a competition in the show. I think they were more threatened by me as like a competition to like the camera time and the entertainment value because they brought none of that to the screen. Anyone that did, they wanted to get rid of. Yeah. Okay. Well, Marcus, same question to you. You followed not long after Bananas. Why do you think you became a target? And did you have any idea? I feel, boy, like fell on a sword. I feel like I was a threat to the traders. You know, I was voted most influential, most trustworthy. And so they felt like I was a threat. And so, it, you know, it's all good. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. They saw it like I feel like they saw anyone that was like in like me because obviously me, Marcus, Larsa, like we hit it off like early on. And right. I think they saw anyone in that orbit as people that needed to to, yeah. to go. It's like if you're connected in any way. We were the cool club and we were a part of we the were. group club and they just didn't like it. Exactly. Well, it doesn't help. And it doesn't help that Larsa called out Parvati. Parvati. They won. They won. They won. They won. You guys, I my initial plan was to stay under the radar and not necessarily make too much noise, but I couldn't yep. help it. Her energy was just giving me like to the left, to the you left. You and me both. Exactly. Exactly. Well, exactly. Larsa, after watching you on Housewives, I had a feeling you were going to have an issue if someone gave you energy you didn't like. So it's interesting to me that you did plan. You wanted to go a little under the radar. You couldn't help it. And then when Marcus leaves, does that kind of ignite something else in you to then really get into the game? Well, I just kept, I was feeling like they were getting rid of all of the people that I cared about. So it was kind of like, I was kind of stuck in an orbit of like, I really didn't like the other people. I didn't trust them. It was just, it lost its luster. You know, once Johnny was gone, Marcus was gone, you know, like everybody was leaving. And like all of our friends that I kind of was bonding with. um, And, and we had no rhyme or reason. We were such, everybody that was, thinking that they knew the traders were so off. And I was like, you guys, it's Dan. It's Dan. Like, these are the people that we, we thought initially. And I feel like nobody wanted to listen. They were all on their own. And it was just like, not as entertaining for me once everyone was gone. And I I felt like I had a bigger voice than I did, I think. And I, I kind of went against some people that maybe I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it was a learning experience. I had a great time. Exactly. I enjoyed my time at the castle. I had... <laughs> great time i wouldn't change what i did at all people are like oh would you wish you would have went in and 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 not done so much i'm like okay had i not i was still going home regardless i could have went into that castle sat in the corner and read the bible the entire time okay and i still would have been the first one gone so no i wanted to go in and i'm like if i'm gonna go down i wanted you know go down in flames so that was kind of yeah well fair that's the banana's way um, Larsa, was there any part of you that wanted to work with the other housewives or MJ or do any sort of Bravo? Would that be too obvious? You obviously already had kind of an ally in Marcus a little bit. Like, what were you thinking in that, in those terms? No, I kind of definitely went in once I knew that there were other housewives, I kind of de- definitely had some kind of alliance to them. I definitely wanted to see them do well. I don't think, I, I didn't want to think that they could be traitors and I was cheering for all of them. And I kind of wish that they had the same energy that I had where it was like, hey, let's stick together because I think we're better in numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they clearly didn't. Um, 
but yeah, I kind of definitely wanted, you know, us to align and to figure out who the traders were. And even if one of them was a trader, I feel like we could have kind of like figured that out toward the end, not necessarily initially from the very beginning. Right. Fair. Well, we know bananas wouldn't do anything differently, but Marcus, would you have done anything differently to change your, yeah, your fate? I, mean, I, I feel like I came in a little hot, you know, once I wasn't selected as a trader, I tried to insert myself into a lot of different, you know, conversations, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I, I ended up leaving at the time that was, that was meant for me. Um, well, my last question for you guys, is there anything that people might be surprised to know about life in the mansion or Alan Cummings? Uh, Alan Cummings actually does not is, is not as well dressed as you think he is, because I actually was I actually had a better wardrobe than him the entire time. So, you know, you know, they say like the cam camera adds 10 pounds. It, I'm, it, I'm it calling, takes I'm like calling, 10. I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> Alan was Alan was the utmost professional, and and dude, he was right behind him. Johnny was right behind him. Here's the problem: I had such a sick wardrobe to like, and I only got to wear one outfit. I know. Trust me. Trust me. Okay, so I will say the castle is a very beautiful, old, cold place. Because I don't think yeah. I was ever as cold as I was yeah, yeah, yeah. anywhere else. It's For just sure. such a. It's just so big and just cold yeah. and airy and kind of spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. I've been on a lot of shows where secrecy is like, they're like, oh, we got to keep a secret. I've never been on a show before where they kept secrecy and they made it such a crazy top priority than they did yeah. here. Like, I literally felt like I was in the witness protection program every day I was leaving. <laughs> they're like, put a potato sack on your head and a blindfold and we're going to drive the wrong way on purpose so you don't know where we're going. And then even when you get to the hotel, we're going to like, take you through the back stairwell and lock you in your right. room. I'm like, Jesus. All right. Well, yeah. it was, it was very serious. Yeah. It was very serious. serious. Yeah. It was got to protect the game. Yeah. Well, thank you guys job. so much for the time. You were so fun to watch. Thank you. Thank you. Phaedra, my girl, tell me about being a traitor. <laughs> and did you have any sort of feeling that you had to protect your fellow housewives? What were you thinking when you were picked as a traitor? Um, well, um, I was just hoping, I mean, I was hoping that I could be kind of a, a sweet trader, like an angel trader, I'll say. <laughs> um, you know, of course, that is the position that works the hardest because everyone else is sleeping. You're killing the people. Um, but, you know, I wanted to make sure I, I, I did it justice from, I don't know, you know, my perspective was very different probably from some of the other traders because, you know, I, I'm always going for the underdog. Um, however, I sort of came in at a disadvantage because I didn't know any of the gamers. So yeah. some of my fellow traders were obviously gamers. So they knew people's strengths and weaknesses, whereas I, use my personal conversations with people to sort of determine who I really wanted to protect or really wanted to play this game with, if that makes sense. Yes, you're the perfect mix because you can kind of, you know, you're very likable and you're great TV and you're hilarious, but you also, you're a housewife. You know how to, you know, make moves. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Okay, CT, 
Tell me your initial reaction to Bananas being murdered first. Was it make you feel like you had a target on your back? Was it almost a good thing for them to take out one challenge person? What were you thinking when you found out Bananas was the first one out? Uh, I honestly thought that by Bananas, by Bananas going home first day, it was a shame just um, for the show in general. I thought he was going to be a lot of fun. He, he would have brought a different dynamic to the show. And, um, you know, I was really looking forward to, because typically in our own universe, when it comes to the challenge, we're in this bubble where it's, we're always, but in, in the outside world, I was looking forward to with him and Trishel to just, wait, are we actually going to work together for once? And then, I mean, let's be honest, like the, the, just the dynamic of that first challenge alone where we were tying off, we came in with like, I don't know, four different puzzle pieces. We picked up a bunch of hitchhikers. We're coming in, John Bananas swims out to us, ties us off and he has everybody pulling us back. And I can only imagine the amount of money that we could have won if he was there. And yeah. he's just, you know, it was just, uh, that's a shame. What a coulda showed up. Yes. Were you excited to see uh, Trishel? How do, how is it going to go with you guys? Um, you know, here's the thing. So I didn't. I I understand that people are making this. I didn't. I didn't know that me and like Trishel had this thing, this this drama, this beef. I didn't. What I what I remember from Trishel was that Trishel was on the first Vegas season of the Real World, which yeah. was like the pinnacle. And to me. <clears throat> Her on the first Vegas season was the pinnacle of the real world, which was basically to me was like a Jersey Shore. Now the only difference was the Jersey Shore is basically another real world, but it was an MTV in-house production, mm -hmm. and BMP was basically such a machine. Everything's a liability, and there were so many restrictions that MTV had this in-house production that let Jersey Shore do whatever they wanted, and good for them and all that. Nothing but love. But when I when I think of like the Jersey Shore, I personally think of the golden age of the real world, with that, which was Trishel's season. And I was the season right after her, which was, mm -hmm. and, and I, from what I understand, MTV and BNP tried to do the complete opposite, which was like, all of a sudden, I'm in Paris. I'm outside of Paris in La Vizine, And I don't understand why there was, um, you know, we were young. I don't know. I didn't really, I, I didn't understand the dynamic of there was how you guys going to get along because I don't have, and at the same time, I don't think she had any animosity toward me. So to me, coming into the new chapter in my life and I'm doing the show, I'm doing Traders, and I see familiar faces. Oh, Trishel. Oh, Bananas. To me, it was like a safe space for me. Yeah. So I, um, yeah. Yeah, to me, I just, I hope that, you know, I hope they both continue to be a safe space for me. Bergie, you were playing with a lot of iconic legends. You come from a reality dating show. What was it like for you? What was your strategy going in? And did that change during the course of the game? <clears throat> yeah, so going in, I was just like, I am in over my head for sure. Like I literally just got done filming Love Island and 20 days later, you're like, you're going to Scotland, you're going to a castle. And like a year ago, I thought <clears throat> at a fast food restaurant while going doing my undergrad, I was like, never going to see the world. I'm just going to go to my graduate degree. And now I'm seeing the world. And now I'm with these iconic legends in a castle in Scotland. Like, how did I get here? And that was just absolutely amazing. But my strategy going in was like, 
I really wanted to be a faithful, so I was hoping I'd be selected as a faithful. And then I just wanted to prove to myself that maybe I could figure out who the traders were while also like maybe befriending a trader without even knowing it. So that way I could get carried to the end was kind of my goal was maybe find a friend trader that would save me and not murder me and carry me all the way to the end. That was kind of my hoping and dreams going into it. That feels like a good strategy. Um, my last question for you, Phaedra, what can you tease to me about the rest of your trader's journey and working with Dan and Parv? Yeah, Phaedra. <laughs> um, well, I'll say this. Uh, Dan and Parvati are obviously legendary gamers. So I had to rely on their knowledge about gaming because I had no bandwidth as far as knowing you know, are these, you know, in, in my world, you know, we fight, we drink champagne, we, you know, glamorous. This world is all about strategy. And so Dan obviously won Big Brother, uh, Parvati won Survivor. So I really had to lean into, you know, what do you think, guys? Because I had no idea. I only knew that the Bravo liberties. And so, of course, being a Bravo liberty, I wasn't going to, you know, I was going to lightweight protect all my Bravo family. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I've been loving it so far and I can't wait to watch more. Peter, you know, I got to start with you. Covered you for a while on The Bachelor these days, yeah, uh, over the years. You. How did a show like The Bachelor prepare you for this, if at all? Uh, not at all. This, this, Not at all. Um, <laughs> and I actually remember, I learned very quickly doing this show. I loved it so much because it was the exact opposite of The Bachelor. And The Bachelor was a, a type of show where I went into, obviously, it's your leading with your heart it's all emotion based um and this show requires you to do the exact opposite and not and completely detach from your heart and any emotion to not let that cloud your judgment in any way um and just have it be just a purely mental game so uh it was very different no similarities whatsoever but i enjoyed it like no other Ekin Sue, obviously Love Island, a little bit similar with the dating, but has some competitiveness in it how did Love Island prepare you for the traders Listen, in Love Island, I was very good at reading people's minds and I knew who was faking it to make it and I knew who was playing the game and I also knew who was genuine and wasn't genuine. So for me, I used all the traits and qualities from Love Island and I took it into this game. However, like Peter said, this is totally different from bikinis and sunbathing. It's totally in a castle. You, you, you've got Harry Potter vibes. It feels all eerie. Everyone's on to everyone. You feel paranoid. You don't know who to trust. You become crazy almost like, but it's so fun because I love sort of like this dark like games to play, you know, it's, it's good mind games because everyone plays mind games nowadays, right? Everyone does. You always get manipulated every day, unfortunately. But um, it, it was fun. And I love the U.S. The U.S. cast are great. So it was nice to make new friends. Nice. Trishel, I feel like the MTV, that crew has a little bit of an advantage. You know, maybe you've played in challenges and stuff before. Do you think people coming from a big brother or a challenge have a little bit more of an edge than maybe someone who was on a show for love? Uh, <laughs> well, you would think, yes. But in my case, I mean, the two guys, whenever I saw them, I was like, why? Out of all the people in MTV, these two. I mean, we don't have the best past, CT and Bananas and I. So mm -hmm. um, I felt like it was sort of a disadvantage, to be honest. Were you happy to see Bananas go early? Didn't have to deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wasn't mad about it. Um... <laughs> LOL. 
Um, I want to talk a little bit about what happened with you and Peppermint. I feel like it was just one giant misunderstanding, but looking back, anything you would do differently, it ended up kind of affecting the game. What, 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 what happened there? Well, I feel like I tried to get to know Peppermint and I feel like she was very close to the chess, which, you know, is fine. And I guess in this game, it's a little bit different, but I've played competition games before. And so for me, like if you try to get to know someone and they don't want to get to know you, then they're hiding something. So I felt like a little bit of like a weird vibe. Okay. Um, Peter, we see you and Kevin kind of team up, which is fun and kind of make a plan to throw people off at, a, at the round table. What was your thought process about that? And will it affect um, the game pass? We've seen the first three episodes. Right. Yeah. I, um, that whole thing with Kevin actually came out of the blue, just like very like spontaneous. And uh, I just thought like kind of in the moment, it's good to kind of gather cards to have cards to try to play later in the game. That became my strategy. So any opportunity for that um, to possibly try to deceive people later on and kind of have an alliance formed early, I thought, okay, that could maybe benefit us. Um, obviously when you do that with someone um, so early on, you're taking a chance and a risk. Cause again, you don't know for sure. Like they could be playing in or you could be playing into their trap. They could be a traitor. Um, so it was a weird moment of, we kind of had some tension and some conflict, but through that, we kind of developed some trust with each other. And then we decided to take advantage of that and move forward with it. And you will see that it does pay off. Okay. For all of you guys, this is an incredible cast of reality TV stars. When you went into it, who was someone you maybe were anticipating was going to be the most intimidating or strategic? And who was maybe someone who surprised you um, during your time at the castle? Phaedra. Oh, Phaedra. Yeah. Phaedra for all the answers. I was just like, oh my God, I can't wait to meet her. But also I'm terrified of her. And also like, how do I even act around her? But she was, she surprised me because she's actually a warm person. Well, Peter might have a different experience than I <laughs> I liked Phaedra. That, that trailer, man. <laughs> the amount of, <laughs> amount of comments on that. Holy shit. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> um I yeah Phaedra I had, I had a great time with Phaedra we had a, a up and down relationship um and I've seen her a bunch on tv so it was very cool to play with her and uh you know she's a sweetheart for the most part so it was good all I can say it's always the quiet ones and the ones that act too nice that you I had to be careful with I learned that it's not always the loud ones it's not always the ones that are look like a traitor but I would say the ones that are a bit too nice you know you got to be careful with oh okay so does that mean maybe you and Janelle bury the hatchet because I wouldn't call her in the in the quiet category what what's what can we expect it's going to happen with you and Janelle after that uh after that shield battle um maybe we become enemies maybe we become best friends is something you guys will decide oh I can know it's a mystery <laughs> how is Davide by the way I have to ask I was obsessed with your season oh thanks yeah he's fine thank you thank you for asking okay. All right. Well, thank you guys both so much, all three of you so much. This has been so fun to watch already, and I can't wait for more. Thank you, Sarah. Awesome. Thanks so much, Sarah. Deontay and John, as our non-reality stars of the group, how familiar were you with this cast going in, and what did you expect from this show? Um, I didn't I didn't know any, any particular one on this show, so I, I was uh, very open-minded uh, with um going on to the show and just to see who I uh would meet on there and uh I was uh very pleased to see all the uh, the um the participant that was there you know um um to meet certain people I got close to 
to certain people. I don't think I dislike anyone on the on the on the on the show, to be honest. You know, everybody was unique and they had their own um different thing going on about themselves personally and 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 in their their profession as well. So uh I was very delighted to be there and be a part of it and to meet so many great people. Nice. Sarah, I think last week is in its 47th year, if I remember correctly. I think you were founded in 1977, so you've got quite a lineage. What did yes. I think about it? Well, I suppose I knew I would struggle on the missions. I knew that partly because of age. I knew that I'd be a bit slow, and it was just a question of trying to do my best, but I wasn't expecting to win any shields. And I knew when I saw the people I was with, almost to a man and a woman and a person, they were going to be better than me. But I didn't have a problem with that. What was the other thing that struck me? I didn't know the reality TV people, to be honest. I knew of Deontay, very much so. I didn't know the people from the reality TV world. I was very struck by how skilled game players they were. <clears throat> I would use that expression. Several of them were very experienced and skilled game players. They knew about gaming strategy. You might think a politician would. Not really. Not really. In my world, we're dealing with people and making judgments about people that we've known for usually months, years, sometimes decades. So I could judge them. But I was having to make judgments about people that I was meeting for the first time. I didn't know at all most of whom struck me as mighty smart. Okay. Um, Kevin, for you, who are you familiar with? And we see you and Peter kind of strike up this alliance-ish that you kind of are trying to trick people with at a round table. So tell me who you're familiar with and how you kind of got together with Peter. Uh, Peter actually approached me for a lot of things, which I didn't expect at all. Um, and that was a great alliance. I really really liked um i liked everybody's show that they were on for instance you know i've heard of the bachelor obviously uh housewives all, love island i've heard of all these uh, i just didn't know them personally so um i didn't actually know and you'd think i come from the reality world but just that wasn't really my first career choice in the beginning yeah. of my life. so it's not like i watched all these shows and was like yeah one day i'm gonna be one of them you know yeah. Um, so it's just, I have a lot of catching up to do in, in that space. Um, but yeah, Peter, Peter saw something, I guess, in, in having me in an alliance with that. And I think it actually might've started with Janelle, um, cause Janelle and I bonded in, in scheming on things. And then I really relied on her to kind of teach me the ropes a lot. Oh, good person as your teacher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's got a history. Um, John, can we talk about the breathing? What was happening? Do you was that your biggest <laughs> mistake? Was it your best move because it became such a thing? What was going on? <laughs> it was almost certainly a mistake because you should probably be inscrutable. Inscrutable. Give yes. nothing away. So it was probably a mistake because it led for a short period. And I think the evidence is that it was for a short period to this suspicion. Well, this is odd. This is fishy. This is inexplicable this is possibly a sign in the absence of any other evidence that this guy is a traitor all it was to be honest was this i passionately wanted to be a faithful i'd made it clear in advance that i wanted and hoped i had no guarantee to be a faithful alan walked around that room so many times in the <laughs> blindfolded ceremony that it was quite sort of stressful 
And when it was over, you know, I breathed heavily. And I think I do often breathe heavily and through my mouth. And uh-huh. you know, I was asked by Janelle, well, you know, what's going on? And I said, well, you know, I've been asthmatic. And then there was an issue, well, you know, do you use an inhaler? No. Are you asthmatic now? And I said, no, look, historically, I was asthmatic. I don't breathe very well. But frankly, you're putting two and two together and making five. So it was a, a crass miscalculation if people thought that made me a traitor. But did I make a mistake to do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's more sensible not to. Sorry for breathing. <laughs> Sorry, for, <laughs> Sorry breathing. for breathing in that way. Uh, my last question is for Devante. You got a little emotional when we lost Max from the game. Yeah. Is this is the emotions going to continue? Was this just harder than you thought? What was going on there? Yeah, this, this game was definitely harder than I thought it, it would be. You know, um, uh, um, I thought it was, you know, trying to figure out who who was who were the traders and being that you have so many more faithfuls than the trader that it would be kind of easy to try to figure it out. But, um, you know, being on this, uh, being on this show, it really, uh, struck some, um, childhood trauma for me that I, I didn't expect. I didn't see this coming in a million years, you know, because, uh, the things that I dealt with as a child, i never had an outlet to be able to release, you know, sometimes you go through life and, and, and certain things allow you to be able to release that and, and that emotion and you feel better. But I never had an opportunity or, or any particular place. And I'm a world traveler. I never had been many places around the world. But in this particular moment in time, been on this um, show, um, I think because of the conditions that it was in, it really drew back the condition that it was in the, you know, as a childhood for me, being in the same conditions and stuff like that. And people accusing of you know, each other of doing things that that may not be you know true, and it really struck something in me. And you know, Max was one of the uh, first guys that I met, and um, I really kicked it off really, really well with them. And uh, we really built a, a certain type of a friendship, a bond, and to be able to bear false witness against him when I really felt that he was because he started acting different. And all we can go off of, you know, certain emotions, certain things that people do or whatever, you know, you know, you really have to, to, you know, have a watchful eye of, of things. And like we said before, you have to think with your mind and, you know, some with, uh, for me, I went with my heart on a lot of things of emotion and, uh, and uh, it, it brought the best out of me. You know, I'm a very emotional man in general, you know, although my profession is, the hurt business, as I call it. But, you know, as a man, as Deontay Wilder, as a person, uh, I'm a loving, um, caring guy that um, I love everybody. And I want to see everybody make it succeed in life. And I think you got the best of me uh, being on the show. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. It's been so fun to watch you. And I can't wait to watch more. And um, this has been great. Thank you so thank much. You. Peppermint, got to start with you. What was going on with the word slip ups? What was going on with with uh, Trishel? What happened here? I I have no idea. Um, yeah, I you you know more than me at this point. Uh, yeah, I I the word slip up was a word slip up. I mean, obviously, I wasn't a traitor if you watched the mm-hmm. episode. So it clearly was, and I definitely wasn't like, let me tell these people I'm a traitor. Um, you know, so it was just a word slip up. I was feeling my back against the wall and for the, you know, I went from a, a moment in time where like 
in one instance, if you obviously watched the episode, I was voted apparently in the superlatives most popular player in the game. And that day, no one talked to me. Like it was like cold shoulder from everybody, which kind of clued me off, but that made it really difficult to try to have a conversation with people. And so I was feeling um, really sort of, you know, just abandoned and not really like people were like, you're done. We, we, because of what Trishelle said, you're done. We don't want to hear what you have to say. We don't want to have to connect with you. And that was really um, tough in the very first few moments of the game, you know, mm -hmm. And so that's what happened with Rochelle. I don't know. We're going to have to ask Rochelle because her recollection of whatever went on is completely different than mine. Uh, I do feel like she botched me a little bit and sort of sabotaged me, but that's the name of the game. I was hoping she was a traitor. Mm, yeah, that is the name of the game. And we have two survivor queens who maybe have played games like that before. I was so excited to see both of you in this castle and we see in the first episode a little bit of a truce, as much as a truce could happen in a game like Traders. What were you guys thinking when you saw each other on this cast? Uh, well, my stomach dropped and Sandra comes out of the car with her finger in my face like this. And I'm like, oh God, are we still- Did I do that, Parvati? Oh yes, my God. I was like, we gotta stop meeting like this, girl, no. Because we needed each other out there. I mean, I didn't really know anybody besides for Sandra. So we had to find a way to work together and not be at odds. And I'm so grateful that Peppermint, you know, took it upon her beautiful self to bring us together, help us shake hands and bury the hatchet and very early on. Sandra, yeah, do you exactly. agree? When, when, yeah. So like, like I said before, um, I was all smiles. Peppermint was in, with me in the car. I, and the I, minute I saw Parvati, uh, just, the smile totally went away. And I remember looking at the glass. Poverty, what I did was I touched the glass and I pointed at you like, you know, and I was like, oh no, like not only now do I have to navigate this game, but now I have to deal with poverty as well. But thanks to Peppermint that, you know, we chatted about it briefly. I don't even think it was five minutes. And I was ready to move on and we agreed to move on. And when I agree to something, it's, it's, you know, that's it. So I was just hoping that me being honest about moving on was also the same with party, you know, like, you know, people tell you different things, but I was happy that part uh, peppermint put us together. We were able to bury the hatchet and Hey, it's all great now. Peppermint, you did something people have been wanting to do for years. Um, <laughs> obviously coming from Survivor you guys knew each other and you know a lot about gameplay and some of these other cast members are iconic in their own right but maybe not as familiar with playing a game like this who were you guys worried about and who maybe surprised you that kind of caught on to playing a game like this well I was iffy about anybody okay because at the beginning, they say the the gamers, which is Big Brother, Survivor, and the challenge. Um, so I felt like we were outnumbered by everyone else, and we were always the gamers, the gamers. It's got to be the gamers because last season the traders were uh, Sari and um, uh, Cody. So you know they just assume that automatically it will be a dang. Which if you think about it, <laughs> you know like these it was for the most part <laughs> yeah they were gonna pick from these people who the traders were gonna be but the minute I wasn't a trader I was like no poverty's not no you know like 
I want to say, I guess I thought I'd be a trader over poverty. And then when I wasn't a trader, I was like, oh, I, I never suspected, you know, like I never. I was like, I don't want to be a trader. I'm not a very good liar. Like it's don't make me a trader. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So what were you thinking when you got recruited and you saw Phaedra and Dan? Were you like, this is great. This is a fun little combination. Were you like shocked? What were your thoughts when you saw that that's who you were going to be working with? So I didn't watch Big Brother. I don't know who Dan is. And um, I only knew of Dan through like conversations that I had with Janelle in the castle once I had arrived. And she was saying that Dan's the best Big Brother player of all time. So, and I see Phaedra and Phaedra's just, the queen of the house and she's so adored and so funny and such a character. I'm like, this is a dynamic duo because he's got the strategy mind and she's got the charisma and she's sort of the smoke screen. So I felt like I was a good addition to that because I'm kind of a wild card and I can sort of navigate through different groups really. So I thought that, yeah, we would, we would work together really well. I know you guys haven't seen it, but episode three ends with you trying to place that cup where you're going to poison someone. And I just need any sort of tease about how that goes, because I had the biggest pit in my stomach and I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> oh, I knew as soon as I got that letter, I was like, this mission is for me. That's where I really shine. Give me a mission. I can handle it. Um, and it was it was a tricky one because it had to be done in front of everybody. And the cup looked very different from all the other cups. Um, and everybody already had their cup. So I was like, oh, gosh, how am I going to get someone to do this? It really, in the end, ended up being a full Hail Mary. So you really will be quite surprised, I think, at who gets poisoned. And my last, question, <laughs> <laughs> my last question is, what is something about the castle or Alan Cummings that maybe the viewers don't know? The castle is very one. cold and very big. <laughs> Alan, I mean, everyone knows everything about Alan. He's a great dancer. He's a great dresser. He has a great cute dog. Lala. Yeah. Aww. I don't know what else there is to say about him. Do you, Pepper? All right. Well, I can't wait to watch more episodes. You guys have been so entertaining already. And I thank you for your service. Tamara and Sheree, I got to start with you guys going in were you looking to team up with a fellow housewife? How were you going to play the Bravo connections? What were you thinking? I didn't know. I didn't even know any other housewives would be there. Mm -hmm. um, so I was shocked to see some of my fellow housewives there and, and excited because, yeah, I would love to team up with the housewives. Housewives yeah. strong. Yeah, Housewives Strongs for sure. I, uh, again, no, none of us knew who was going to be there. So I was super excited to see my my fellow housewife, especially Tamara, I was, cause it's so crazy. I told you days before I went, I literally wanted to call Tamara. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing a show, and then she pops the fuck up. So I was, know, yeah, that was crazy. When I saw you, I was like, oh my god, because I was hoping that you would be there. You were the Me one. <laughs> so yeah. it was meant to be. Yeah, meant to be. It was meant to be. Obviously, Phaedra becomes the you know housewife's trader at least in the beginning. What were your thoughts on Phaedra as a trader before, without giving too much away, when you think about that, if you were going into it, what kind of trader do you think Phaedra would be? Well, working with Phaedra, knowing Phaedra from Housewives of Atlanta, 
I mean, we know she can be a little mischievous. She can be, um, I mean, she's a good liar sometimes. And Ooh! <laughs> I mean, I think that it's in our nature being housewives to be traaders in our core being. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do for a living. And she and did the, that. Yeah, and the girls that were on were the ones that have been on for a long time. So I didn't trust any of them. Yeah. You didn't even trust me, Tamara? I didn't trust you, no. Didn't trust you it, it, it's, a, it's a funny thing. Like, you don't know. <laughs> like, you know some people off camera, some people you don't. I didn't know Max when we, I mean, of course, I knew him from Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I've seen him at a child help charity event once. But other than that, I didn't really, I didn't know him. So I didn't know his personality. And so you're really looking at everybody's personality and how they change and they do anything different and all that. And when it came to... Uh, you know, Sheree, I was like, she seems to be acting a little bit different. Me? Yes, maybe. I think, but I think we all were. Nobody trusts anybody. I didn't feel like I changed who I was at all the entire time. You were quiet. I'm always quiet. No, you're not. We've been to dinner. I don't need to be quiet anymore. But you know, I was there. You quiet? Who gonna check me, boo? Is quiet? (laughs) I don't need to be quiet anymore. Amazing. Max, what was it like for you coming in? Obviously, Dancing with the Stars is a competition, but it's a little different than maybe people who've played Big Brother or The Challenge. And we know the housewives are always down. What was your thought process? I mean, I thought it was a a great cast of everyone who, you know, and go back to your question of who did you think, you know, Phaedra, this, the, you know, I didn't need to know Phaedra before to know that she's here for a reason. And that's because she can be both, you know, and and it turned out to be what it was. But I can tell you that Cherie and Tamara would also play incredible traders. Uh, I think I was the only dummy that if I'm not a trader, you know, I don't know how to act. So I would just like peacock myself out there and probably be the first shot down. And as a matter of fact, that's what happened. You know, so <laughs> I had a great time. I had an amazing time getting to know some people. Um, I had amazing time getting to know some people that I wish I didn't and moved on with life not having to uh, but you know personally Tamara and Cherie and a few others I think I would say that I belong to that clique in the beginning a little bit so you know I had a great time um, again I'm, I haven't seen the first even three episodes you know that mm-hmm. you guys agree to um, so I'm excited to see it just like everybody else on Friday and you know and see how I look in it so is there you know, anything amazing, but Max, we need you to Sheree I don't want to shake you, boo, on traders. Listen, listen, it's when you say Chmikovsky correctly that when, you know what I mean? But I will, no, Sheree, Sheree, you're right. But see, that's why you guys eliminated me too soon. You needed to get to me. I wanted to get to know you. You guys all knew each other. I felt like everybody knew each other from before. You've seen each other from Bravo or you've connection or from a, you know, personal relationship connection. And I was like, I have no idea. You know, some of those uh, uh, challenge guys, I was like, bro, you think you're, been on television for 17 years. I have no clue who you are. And so for me, it was same. Hard. I had no idea who they were. For me, it was hard to gauge, you know, where you come from as if like I should have known because that was the reality is that you're getting to meet people who come from somewhere, but you're actually getting to meet a person. And so I, I'm, I'm here to say that these two right here were great people to meet. There were some with some pretty big egos. Oh, like who? 
I thought I had a great, I had a big ego, but I led with positivity and pink suits. So everybody fell in love right away. <laughs> yeah, we we did, all fell in love with Max. Max, you were great. And I agree that you were going too soon. Hard to believe. Are you going to give me a name? No. No. Am <laughs> <laughs> I holding back? What? I, yeah. I'm in too much trouble on the internet right now. So I'm just going to. Well, I was going to say, I mean, can you give me anything about what's going on with your uh, Orange County co-stars, Tamara? Well, you know, we're about to film, so I'm going to leave it at that. So I guess it's just going to play out. And we're just going to concentrate on traitors right now because I had a, I have a few traitors on, on Orange <laughs> County. That is perfect for me. I think I got to go already, but I have seen the first few episodes. They are amazing and you guys are going to love them. And it's really good. Dan, obviously we see you get picked to be a traitor and you're kind of trying to, you know, keep it cool, be a little quiet. And then by episode three, maybe people are catching on to you. Um, tell me about that strategy and do you have to change it a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. You know, heading into this game, you know, you don't get to determine whether you're faithful or a traitor. And I just really wanted to play as a traitor because I just didn't want to sit on the sidelines. You know, I've been sitting for 10 years. I wanted to go and mix it up. Um, so I was definitely very eager and excited to play, but throughout this game, I realized, you know, I'm used to playing chess and this is more like poker. So I got to figure out how to adjust my strategy because, um, at episode three, it's starting not to work. Um, <laughs> you and Phaedra get to recruit a trader and you obviously go with Parv, which was very exciting. Any thoughts about getting your big brother, a friend Janelle over there in the mix? Yeah, How did you guys yeah. make that choice? Yeah, no, that was, it was definitely, um, how can I, cause you don't know that it doesn't happen, but, um, mm -hmm. I wanted to recruit Parvati early because she had a little bit of heat up on her. And also because like, I want to make a show the fans want to see. And like, when, when am I ever going to get a chance to work with the black widow? And in a weird way, it was exciting and scary because I know how dangerous she is. I felt like she's kind of like the female version of me. Like you trust her, but then also you're bringing her into the den and you can get stabbed in any second. So I wanted to bring her in to see if we could somehow find a way to work together. And, and um, but it was, it was scary at times for sure. Janelle, what were your thoughts coming in? What was your plan and who did you see that you were excited to potentially work with and who were you maybe a little intimidated by? Did anyone surprise you? Um, I was excited to see all the gamers, of course. I love games on strategy. I love games that are thinking. So immediately I was very drawn to Parvati and Dan, of course. Um, and then I saw the Bravo people and MJ was so nice. Like I really, there was really no one in the cast that I could say, oh yeah, I really wouldn't work with you. Like I would work with anyone that would just be dumb not to, you know, it's a game on keeping yourself alive in that castle. So um, my strategy though, did you ask that? Um, yeah. <laughs> was to identify the traders and work with them as long as I could to potentially either get recruited or if it came down to it, get enough people together to go after them. But I definitely didn't want to get like a real trader like right away because it just seemed kind of like dumb gameplay. Like why would we get rid of someone like day one or two that was actually a trader? They're just going to recruit but if they don't recruit me, they could recruit a really good faithful that I'm working with. Mm, very smart. MJ, what about you? Obviously, we had some fellow, we had some housewives, some fellow Bravo liberties. Did you want to maybe go with them? Were you hoping to learn from some of the gamers? What were you thinking when you were going in? I knew that if I were a trader, 
I would not be able to keep a straight face for even like a second. <laughs> like I am like one of those nervous laughers. I would just no game face, no game face. There would be no way I would probably, you know, cause like even that moment when we take our blindfolds off was so intense. So it's just, um, I was, I was happy to uh, just experience this very new thing with a lot of people in that room were strangers to me. Um, even a couple of the Bravo Labs were people that I'd never met before. So it was just like a brand new baby coming into the world. <laughs> Janelle, we see a little shield competition with Ekansu. Um, huh. What can you tell me about what happened there? Classic Janelle. I love it. Classic Janelle. Yeah. I mean, if I'm in a competition and I'm going for safety, like there's nothing stopping me, not even a person. So like... <laughs> you know, there's, there's some contention. Oh, I was there first. You were there first, this, this, and that. I don't know. All I know is that I was working with Peter. He had a hammer and he was like, do you want a shield? And I was like, yeah, of course, let's go get it. And we ran over to get it. And Atkinson was already there. And she was like, and I'm like, sorry, I'm getting it. Um, <laughs> but sure. But honestly, I was kind of like over her. I don't know. It was so, so dumb. Are there, I, it's a game, obviously. You guys know yeah. that. You know, you've been on reality TV before. Are these relationships that you made, were there people on the cast that maybe took it a little too personally? Was everyone able to see it as a game? What kind of personal relationships will we see and how will that go down? I'm really excited for the finale because I don't know. You know, I've talked to a few people <laughs> like texting and by Instagram DM. And I'm one of those people that can just like take the game as is. And But I think there's going to be a few people where at the finale you're going to be like, all right, let's get some of this stuff out on the table. I think there's some people that maybe are going to take things personally, of course. Um, that's just in their nature. And that's perfectly fine if they do, because that's their perspective. And, you know, just is what it is. Yeah. MJ, do you agree? Um, You know, I think that they're the people that went in that had longstanding relationships definitely went through a lot. There were a lot of tears that were shed because of that disappointment. And, you know, I guess it's what you signed up for, right? Ooh, that's a good tease. Um, is there anything you guys can tell me about this castle or Alan Cummings that the viewers might not know? Because that is such a fun part of the show also. It's a huge castle. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. It's the biggest castle I've ever been in my life. It was like a maze. No matter how yeah. many times you walk through it every day, there's just the rooms that you yeah. like could you could never find your way around. There were so many staircases and hallways, and you're like, is this gonna be the bar or the breakfast room or is the library? It's like always um it just never got old and it was stunningly beautiful. Yeah. I really enjoyed seeing Alan work because he was very accessible and and but such a professional. Like when the cameras were on, he he you know delivered. But also, there's a few times throughout the game where he had to take control of it and um, yeah. put some people in their place. And it was <laughs> it was awesome to see him do that. Oh well, thank you guys so much. I'm excited to see more, and it's been so fun to talk to you and your co-stars. And congrats, the show's awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Sarah. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow me, Sarah Heron, on Instagram, at Sarah Heron, and let me know who you want to hear from from Bachelor Nation and beyond.